morning, good afternoon, good night, what's going on? I'm Paul, it's Pauline Theology. Whatever time you're listening to it, I'm glad you're listening. We are on Amos chapter 6, verses 1 through 7. We're on chapter 6 now, guys. We're getting deeper into the Amos, and we're, we're seeing a little bit here of uh, all of the judgments that's coming down upon them, the day of the Lord that will uh, that is the judgment that is going to, or the wrath from the judgment that is going to fall upon the people of Israel. And uh, we're going to continue to see how the people of Israel are acting and why it is uh, despising to God, why God hates this, man. And so one thing before we start, I guess, is to think about our lives. I'm, I'm starting with application huh? already since we've already had all these episodes to now. But I've just been hit with the fact that these people are not living the lives in which they're claiming. They're, they're offering the sacrifices they're uh, doing the religiosity things, the religious things, but in their actual lives, they're oppressing poor. They are um, afflicting the righteous, the ones who are actually trying to do good. They're withholding justice, man. They're uh, calling people or they're not holding people with the value of humanity, with the value of being images of God, God bearing images. And, and that's horrible. And that's what uh, sometimes I feel like that's what we do in society is we're not living the life as uh, uh, we're not matching our lifestyle with the things that we claim to hold. Like we, we, we say, oh, yeah, I follow Jesus. But then our lives don't show the lifestyle that Jesus would live. And so may that be what we do as we start. But. Let's jump into the scriptures, man. If you haven't read it, we're in chapter Amos, chapter six, verse one through seven. Stop the tape. Go ahead and check it out. Come back. We'll answer the questions. If you have read it, let's go and jump in and answer the questions. First one is, what is Amos even talking about? What is Amos talking about? Well, he says, man, woe to the people that think they safe. You know, these woes are, are uh, I never said it from beginning, but it seems like here lately, every time I'm starting an episode, the first word is woe. And remember a couple episodes, we talked about how this was a funeral dirge, how Amos is talking to them as if they are dead. And so these woes are kind of a repeat of that. It's something it's like you're dead, sadness, woe, danger, you know, to these people. And so this woe, another one comes. He says, woe, death, destruction, badness to the people that think they're secure. He says, you think you're cool. You think you're all right because you're trusting in Zion or you're trusting in Samaria, the Mount Samaria. See, the place in which they chose to hold their um, their uh, uh, their uh, kingdom was on a mountain. You know what I'm saying? And back then, mountains are a fortified place. It's hard to be able to get to that place for enemies to reach them in that. And so they're trusting in their position. And if they're trusting in their position and they're trusting in their, see, Zion is funny because Zion is 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 like uh, uh, the residence of God. You know, it's it's God's holy mountain. But see, they're not resting or, or they're not uh, trusting in God. They're trusting in their quote unquote relationship with God, which we have seen. And I just talked about how. They are a that is a false relationship because they're not actually doing the things God wants them to do. They're just uh, putting smoke up in the sky. And uh, God said he ain't, he ain't about that. He ain't listening. He ain't he ain't smelling. He ain't doing none of that, man. So their relation, they're they're relaxing or they're resting 
on the fact that they're in a fortified city on a mountain that can't be touched and that they're the people of God. Well, no, because God says this. He says, look at the nations around you, man. He's like, go to these places. Check them out, man. He's like, you think you're better than them or your land is better than them? You see those places that he's talking about are occupied now. It's like Judah and Israel have conquered those cities. But before them, the place was actually probably a little bit better than they was, stronger than they was. The reason that those people are under their subjugation is because the Lord had done that. And so God is telling you, you think you're better than them? <laughs> He's like, you think you're better than them? He's like, oh, no. He says that uh, what they're doing is they're relaxing. They're chilling. He's like, uh, they don't care about none of that stuff. Matter of fact, it says that they are putting aside the day of evil. They're like uh, all of their scriptures talk about, um, especially the law talks about when they're not doing the things that God has called them to do, then they are uh, way, they're going to have this judgment upon them. This calamity is going to fall upon them. And it says they're not even thinking about this day of calamity. And so when they're not even thinking about this day of calamity, what they're doing is actually they are drawing near to this violence. They are drawing near to this violence. And so uh, he says, hey, he says, man, this is what you're doing. You, you are living these lavish lives. You are playing music, just thinking you can just sit around and just play music. You're just laying on your beds. Uh, carousing on your your, um, your couches, probably the idea is that they're they're drunk or lazy. They're they don't they're not doing anything. And it says that, that, that you're doing all this, man. You're eating the fatted calf. You're eating the lamb. You know, it's like you're doing all of this, drinking wine from bowls, man. You know, you're not even cups. Like you drink your. That's just the idea of just you know lavish drinking, overabundance in drinking, man. It says they're taking the finest oils or the first fruits of the oils and they're they're using them for themselves, man. All of this lavish living. Now, remember that throughout all because we've got to we've got to keep in mind what has previously been said about them. Remember, this lavish living, all of these things that they're doing has been built upon the backs of the poor. It's been built upon the oppression and the subjugation and the affliction of the poor and the needy and the righteous in that city. They're taking bribes. They're um, considering people, at, they're dehumanizing people. And this is how they are making their money. This is how they're living this lavish life. And so this is detestable to God. And so we've got we, we got to keep that in mind when we, we, we talk about this. And so as they're doing this, though, okay, as they're doing this, though, it says that, and they have not remembered or they do not mourn the breaking of Joseph. And so I think in a way, this is the idea that the people of Israel, because that is what Joseph is. He is the one that's talked about um, in Genesis where he uh, goes into exile himself. And then God just brings him to the pinnacle of, of Egypt as he is the second in command of all things. And what does Joseph do? Joseph remembers his brothers. Joseph cares about his brothers. He loves them. He tears up when he sees them. But the people here, they forget about Joseph. They're in the high places. They're in the places of, uh, of wealth and, and standing. 
And instead of like Joseph, where he remembers his brothers and saves his brothers, saves an entire nation, they are actually causing the nation to fall because they don't remember those. Well, the way they remember is they crush them, but they don't remember the people of Joseph. And, and it says for that reason, man, you're going to be the first ones to be exiled. It's like when the exile happens, when God, he finally puts his, his, his foot down, the wrath falls upon them. They will be the first to go. And by their first to go, that means that lifestyle that they live in ain't happening no more. So what does it say about God? What does the scripture say about God? That's the second question. It's like, man, God detests. We've been talking a lot about what God hates, you know, and what he hates is frivolous living built on the backs of the needy. Matter of fact, he despises this lavish lifestyle built on the affliction of the poor. That's what it is. It's like, this isn't, this is not what he desires. He says, we, he wants us to be, be helpful. He wants us to, to love. He wants us to give and to, to be charitable, to bless. You want to know what, what God hates, man. That's what it is. What does it say about man? Well, excuse me, let me say one more thing about God is that God takes care of uh, the people who are oppressed. Because in this oppression whom God gave uh, the the um, people of Israel charge over them. Well, now he's going to destroy those people. He's going to turn upside down what's happened to them. They used to live lavish. They won't live lavish anymore. They'll see what it's like. What about man? is I think sometimes, man, that uh, when we live in good lives, we ain't tripping. We ain't thinking about nobody else. When we have good coming to us, man, and we just lavish living and just throwing and partying all day, everything's gravy, man, we forget about the sufferings and the hurts and the plight of the lives who are less fortunate and needy. So how can we apply these things to our lives? Well, first off, obviously, is that we need to remember our brothers. We need to remember our brothers and sisters in Christ who may not be in as fortunate a situation. I think Paul puts it best in, I believe it's Romans, where he says that we should uh, uh, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep, being as if they're happy, man. Yes, we want to be happy with them. We want to Revel in the goodness of what God has done in their lives with them. But if they are sad and despondent, suffering, then we want to suffer with them. And that's something that we don't often do too well. But I think it's important for us to do. So as we live our lives daily for the glory of God, let us love the brethren, live in such a way where we would love and, and rejoice with them. But in sadness and hurt, we would be sad and hurt with them as we remember the people of God. I appreciate you guys, and I'll see you in the next episode.